from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Uh, it'll, it'll be on the YouTube channel a little bit later on. Check out our YouTube channel. Look up 99.9 The Fan. Smash that subscribe button. We'll check in with Trip Tracy, Bally Sports, in a few minutes. Kane's back in action tonight. Some roster news to get to. And trade rumors are kicking up. We'll talk to Trip about that in a little bit. But right now, it's time to answer Hey Joe questions. Joe cracked the door, uh. All right, first one comes from The Realist. Hey, Joe, do you expect State to get a fair shake from the refs at UNC? <laughs> what is the over-under on fouls for DJ Burns in the first half? Hashtag tendencies. Ah, uh, yes, the tendencies, the tendencies. I it's funny, I, I had uh, tweeted out our conversation about NC State and Carolina on Saturday, what to expect, and there were a few comments under the tweet and on, on YouTube uh, related to, I think DJ Burns already has two fouls. You know, that, that, that kind of stuff. State, State fans know, man. State fans know. It's going to be a challenge. I mean, Armando Baycott is going to be the key to, to UNC's mm-hmm. game. If they're smart, mm-hmm. they'll attack NC staying inside. Now, maybe Dusan Mahorsich plays. We'll have to see. But if not, yeah. I mean, E.B. Dwan had missed the Georgia Tech game. State is definitely thin inside, so could be trouble. Yeah, it was in, in, in part of the conversation that we had yesterday uh, about NC State and Carolina and what we've seen in the past. It doesn't really matter where NC State is. Are they feeling good about themselves? Are they feeling bad about themselves? How's Carolina feeling about themselves? UNC tends to find a way to win. That's always been Roy Williams's MO against the Wolfpack. It was our friend uh, Sherelle McMillan inside Carolina tweeted this out this morning. The hallmark of North Carolina NC State games since Kevin Keats arrived for that 17-18 season has been UNC's ability to score easily against State's defense. Carolina scored 80 or more points in all but one of its 10 games against it, uh, including 90 or more five times and 100 more than twice. Now, as been pointed, and it, it got pointed out by uh, by Rel as well. This is probably Kevin Keats's best defensive team thus far. They've been better defensively this year. The question is, how good are they? Given what Carolina loves to do, the Wolfpack. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Kevin Keats is a guy who wants to press and wants to run. You you, you simply can't do that against Roy Williams. Yeah, so, that's tough. That's tough. Now to we'll do. see what that looks like against Hubert Davis. Last year, I mean, Carolina was was something else at the Smith Center last year. That was one of their first true glimpses of what they could be. Mm-hmm. Next up. Say it ain't so, Joe. Say it ain't so. From Noah. Who you got tonight? UNC or Duke women's basketball? I think UNC women's basketball is on a tear right now. Feeling good about themselves after a home win against the Wolfpack. And you know that Courtney Bangart, because that the Duke game is the real game. They yeah, this about. is the one that, that matters. This is the one that's relevant. No, in all, in all seriousness... You, you mentioned this last year that UNC women, they were, they were the team on the rise, that this was going to be a big year for them. So far, that's been the case, and I expect that to continue against Duke tonight. Next up. From Sean, hey, Joe, do you think the Carolina Hurricanes find a way to add Bo Horvat to the roster? Well, at what cost? You know, so the situation here, if you're not familiar, uh, Horvat is with the Vancouver Canucks. He's an unrestricted free agent after the season. Fun fact, Jim Rutherford is now the one making decisions in Vancouver. 
I don't think that Jim Rutherford's going to help his old team out, Hartford Whalers, Carolina Hurricanes, traditions aside, when it comes to uh, a, a potential trade. So the question becomes, what are you willing to give up? And I would imagine they would want a, a top player in return if they're going to go into rebuild mode in Vancouver. Is that worth I, – I had somebody – when I put out Hey Joe questions, somebody had suggested, hey, what about Seth Jarvis? Seth Jarvis for this guy. And I was like, no. Why? why? For a rental? Why, why would you give up a, a core piece, a core young piece of this team for a rental? Because I, I can't imagine that Tom Dundon's going to want to give – Horvath, what he wants in terms of a contract. We know how Tom Dundon operates here. Okay? You love to say people have a type. Jim Rutherford has a type. Oh, but yes. Unfortunately for the Canes, I believe Jordan Stahl's the only player left from that <laughs> roster because when Jimmy wanted somebody, he would get somebody. He it would. was just a matter of time before he would get that player. Yeah. Whether it was out of the draft or in a trade or in free agency. Unfortunate for the Canes, I don't. I think Stahl's the only one left yeah. that Jim had, uh, had input on adding to the roster. Yeah, so I, I don't, I don't see it happening. I don't see it. Don't, is that how the Canes are going to win the Stanley Cup? I listen. I know we 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 get into this, but remember, Max Pacioretty was supposed to be the player mm-hmm. at uh, the, the deadline, coming off of the injury, and and that seems to be working out that way. But don't take my word for it. We'll we're going to talk to Trip we'll Tracy. Talk to Trip about that in a little bit. Next up, yeah. From Wes, hey Joe, what do you think of the ACC getting rid of seating blocks? Yeah, I saw that email went out today. Uh, it's one of the last vestiges of what you remember from the ACC tournament. Um, it'll be back in the Greensboro Coliseum, and people will have fond memories of uh, the the map coming out, the seat map coming out. Here's where the Carolina people are going to be. Are they seated next to the Duke people? You know, where, what's the sliver of Miami fan? What are they getting? That that, that kind of stuff, right? And the and the truly savvy folks will identify. All right. What are the teams that are going to be out early? What block are they in? Should I go after their book of tickets the rest of the way? So they're getting rid of that. It makes sense that they finally got rid of it. I mean, look, man. Why? Because none of the new schools care about the ACC tournament? Right. I never understood why they got that allotment in the first place. So let people sit where they want to sit at this point. Just treat it like the event that it is. Just another event. You know? The ACC... Look, I, I tweeted this out earlier when this stuff started getting out there. The ACC tournament that you loved, it's been dead for 15-plus years. It ain't coming back. But why change? And what do you mean? Like, so forever the ACC tournament has been, like you said, like there's the a blocks. section. There's a, yeah. you, you, bought, you bought a tournament book. Mm-hmm. Okay? Well, if I want to sit with Carolina fans, why can't I sit with Carolina fans? If I'm a Duke fan, why can't I sit with Duke? Like, I don't understand. Like, why would they... I'm sure some of that will still exist from the schools themselves okay. if you're going through the schools, I guess. But ultimately, I think what it comes down to is demand. Demand for sure. those early I'm, rounds. Yeah, I'm looking at the thing. Yeah, of course, Pitt and Georgia Tech and whoever else, Notre Dame, there's no demand for there's that. There's no demand for that. In Greensboro. Absolutely not. But you realize Clemson's never won this thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder if I want to sit with a bunch of ip tears. <sighs> I'm sure you'll find a way. All right. I'm sure you'll find a way. You go with your group, man. You just go with your group. It just feels like a needless change. That's all I'm getting at. It feels like Jim Phillips doing the thing that Jim Phillips is kind of best at. Just doing things. Well, let's just change it for changing it. To your previous point, (laughs) but let's make sure we protect the amateur model and the student athlete. Of course. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? 
The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to jimallen.com and start your next move today. That's jimallen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. The Designery grand opening, we're scheduled to open May 16th and do our grand opening party then. We're going to be catering some food. We're doing some giveaways. We have a VR headset, an Echo Show, some kitchen gadgets, and some fancy knives. 12 to 2 p.m. Please stop by our showroom, 3030 Wake Forest Road. That's The Designery at The designery.com while we connect with trip tracy want to remind you that tomorrow is the day we give away a 70 inch television and a sound bar from sound station and security plus food for 10 from bojangles no hard tea food for 10 from bojangles though and it's our ultimate tv for the ultimate game all you have to do to qualify is text the keyword sunday to 919-860-5FAN. That's Sunday to 919-860-5326. We'll be giving that TV away tomorrow, so get those qualifications in now. We'll go to the Heaster Automotive Group hotline. Say hello to Trip Tracy, Bally Sports. They're back in action after a few days off. Trip, what's up, man? You two great Joes. How are you? Fantastic. What'd you do with the, uh, the, the, the little mini break from the weekend to today? Uh... Spent a ton of time in the dog park. Um, <laughs> my dog, Frank, and I actually, um, pretty neat. Uh, the Hurricanes took Monday off. Tuesday, I did a, a sit-down with uh, Cam Ward and Rod regarding Cam Ward that, that will be aired on his uh, Hall of Fame uh, night on February 16th. And mm-hmm. and then yesterday, I had some on-ice stuff to do with uh, a couple of the boys after practice. First time I had skated in seven years, so... It was uh, an eventful couple of days. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Tell us more. Hold up. Which part? Wait, what were you doing on the ice? First time in seven years? Uh, Yeah, it was uh, Bally just on TV wanted to do some type of on-ice content. And uh, so very graciously, Jalen Chatfield and Seth Jarvis stayed on with Shane Willis and I after practice. And we simulated... From Chatfield's goal from Ajo against Pittsburgh on Saturday, we simulated that's going to be so important in the second half of the year, boys, when it's the right time to jump oh, okay. for a defenseman and the role that forwards have in it. And I was, uh, the equipment staff was kind enough. I don't even own a pair of skates anymore. was kind enough to give me a, a spare set of TT, Table Teravine and Skate. Nice. It's like riding a bike, though, right, Tripp? Yeah, I, I'm going to have to talk to Table about his specific uh, sharpening desires because it definitely had a his, – his, uh, his uh, hollow had a different feel to it. But, uh, yeah, I, that, I Maybe, hey, maybe that'll get Tara Vinan out of whatever funk he seems to be in. You give him a little skate sharpening uh, tips. <laughs> you never know. Maybe that's you what it is. You never know. I mean, the, de- the detail – you know, some of these players are – I mean – over the years, as we celebrate 25 years, 
in Carolina. I mean, Brett Hedekin, a Stanley Cup champ with the Canes, for instance, was unbelievably particular in what he wanted with regards to the hollow on his uh, skate plates and Bobby Gorman, George Alves, God rest Wally Tatamir sold the great Skip Cunningham. They do a great job. So every once in a while when the puck's not going in, guys make little tweaks. They make tweaks in their skates. They make obvious tweaks in their sticks. So that's actually a very interesting discussion you bring up, Joe. Trip Tracy, Carolina Hurricanes, Bally Sports, joining us here on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. That's Joe Obvious. I'm Joe Giglio. All right, Trip. Canes taking on the Wild tonight. And let's just assume now it's Freddie Anderson's show for the time being. Are you okay with that? And are you okay with how everything was handled with Piotr Kachekov being sent down to Chicago? Yes. Um, I love that Kochetkov made it a tough decision based on the way that he played. He hasn't played as well in 2023, but, you know, from in the second two-thirds of November and in December, as good of a goaltender as there was in the NHL, Freddie has been super in his two games back. Um, Columbus timely, first star against Pittsburgh, even with because he was first star, that laughable snafu uh, that led to Pittsburgh's only goal, trying to cricket it down the ice or batting practice to the outfielders. Uh, Freddie is number one with his lower body movements, and we hope it continues. He looks healthy. And even with as well as Kochetkov had played Joe and Ronta's ability to win, he gives you another layer of the feel of calm. Uh, and with regards to Kochetkov, you got to play. Plain and simple, you have to play. Freddie's the number one. Uh, you know, for now, assuming uh, health doesn't become an issue, uh, he doesn't have to clear waivers. Mm-hmm. It's a big piece of it that you could just send him. I believe he won in Chicago last night. And I spoke to Adam Gold uh, earlier today, uh, guys, and, you know, the, the beauty of the American Hockey League. I mean, take Dylan Coughlin. No question the best game he's played as a Carolina Hurricane was right after he had played a bunch of games in his American League conditioning stint. So um, it, it's, it's the right decision. It's a thoughtful decision. You guys know with uh, the hot stoves that the three of us have had how bullish I am on the present of Pyotr Kochetkov and certainly the future of Pyotr Kochetkov. But with all the circumstances and criteria, right move. And I just hope Freddie continues to look like uh, he has in his uh, two games uh, against Columbus and Pittsburgh. Trip Tracy, Bally Sports Carolina Hurricanes, joining us on the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline. Canes in action tonight against the Wild. You can listen to that game on 99.9 The Fan. Gold will have Stormwatch and Aftermath. And, of course, the Canes Corner Podcast, Morning After, brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. All right, let's get into reckless speculation about trades, Trip. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> now, you know, look, you know how it is this time of the year. People want to connect dots of how things worked in the past for the sure. Carolina Hurricanes and how they got and won the Stanley Cup back in 06. You're going to add pieces. And Joe and I were talking about this earlier. It's like, in a weird sort of way, Max Pacioretty and the injury and when he arrived kind of acted as a acquisition in it in itself. But, of course, you've got, what, Bo Horvath out of Vancouver. There's a connection with Jim Rutherford. I don't know, as jo- as Gilio joked, hey, look, he loves Jordan Stahl so much, maybe trade him for as a rental. I don't know. But there's 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 a, a want-to factor to make a move. How do you see the Canes operating a trade deadline? 
Okay, so the first thing I think about with historical context, and every year is different, mm -hmm. but we've seen teams win with very active trade deadlines, and we've seen teams win with very quiet trade deadlines. For me, the best example of the quiet trade deadline is when Washington finally got over the top. They had a very quiet trade deadline when they beat Vegas. Um, the patch ready reference, very astute. I would, I would compare that to, because come on, we should compare this team because you're trying to win to the championship team. So I would compare that to the acquisition of Doug Waite. Uh, one's a winger, one's a centerman. I believe that that Doug Wade deal happened right near the end of January, if my memory serves me correctly. Uh, it was a big deal because a lot of teams were after Doug and he had to waive a no-trade clause. And then eventually you got Mark Recchi. Would Jimmy have gotten Mark Recchi if Eric uh, Cole had not broken his neck right. right before the trade deadline in Pittsburgh? I don't know the answer to that question. I've actually never asked Jim about it. Uh, in terms of needs for the Hurricanes, I, I go back and forth because Pacioretty, who will, will be back in the lineup tonight, uh, pure finisher, we've seen that. Uh, unbelievably impressively with a fast-moving train the NHL is, even in his brief stint, when he could have looked sluggish from that standpoint, he's been anything but. But with Pacioretty, what has impressed me beyond that, that I hope really continues, is he's played with some sandpaper and some physicality and heaviness in his game, standing up for his teammates, uh, so I would have said prior that the Hurricanes need some more heaviness up front. Uh, if Max can continue to do that, I, I, I lessen that thought. Uh, and then I think about a couple of things. One, how do these centers continue to perform? You mentioned a Bo Horvat. I'm sure the Hurricanes will, you know, they'll inquire about all these players. Uh, a guy like, uh, you know, will, will Dylan Larkin stay in Detroit? Uh, he's in a, a, a UFA you don't want to take on a rental and, and give up the farm just to ask Bill Zito on the Claude Giroux acquisition sure. last uh, season in Florida and Ben Chirot, what they gave up. Um, I, I, for me, guys, and I'm going to continue to watch the centermen, I thought Kokaniemi did a heck of a job in Jordan Stahl's absence on Sunday, by the way, but Jordan Stahl was simultaneously missed big time, in particular late in that hockey game. But the third pairing, Chatfield, we know what he is and what his upside is. Calvin DeHaan is solid. Uh, Calvin DeHaan is a veteran player, was a big part of the run for Carolina, the conference final in 2019. That would be the area that I ponder when I'm in my car like I am right now, whether it be a rugged left-shot defenseman, who knows, the return of a Joel Edmondson, depending on how Joel is playing, to play with Chatfield, or depending on how the power play goes here leading up to the trade deadline, a third-pair defenseman that, uh, that, that could help the power play and maybe help the power play a lot. So you asked me, and I, I always give you what, what is a candid answer for me. Yeah. That's my thought process right now. I mean, that's why we love talking to you. Trip Tracy, Valley Sports, Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, we'll be watching and listening tonight, and we'll talk to you next week. Boys, have a great one, and we march closer to getting to see you guys, the two Joes, outdoors. We will. We'll, we'll, we'll be out ready. there. We are, we are ready. I just have to see how much of a discount I can get on that satin jacket in the eye. All right, man, we'll talk to you later. See you, boys. It's the OG, man. What was that, Mitchell and Ness, like 180 bucks.
Don't forget your discount I, now. I get that we get a discount, but even with the discount, it's a little pricey, man. A little pricey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.